0: Good afternoon. Good evening. Welcome back to the Real Talk podcast with Asia and Mike. Hi guys. Yes. And today we'll be talking about exposure versus shelter. Um. And this is a personal issue for me because I had an issue at the beginning of the school year with my daughter. Um, one of the Tools they use talked about Frederick Douglass. And in this presentation, they spoke of Frederick Douglass and some of his accolades and how he fought for civil rights. But this was a 1960s, maybe even The 1950s reel. It was it was an old news reel, and it really got under my skin because what it said was he was elected into the Negro Hall of Fame or into the Hall of Fame um, alongside Abraham Lincoln that freed the slaves, and it referred to us. As Negroes, but this—I mean—and again, that is words they used then. But this was something accessible to my then five-year-old daughter, and I was it—it it, it, it upsetted me, <laughs> All people. It upsetted me, like why? And as we went through some of the uh, black history things on that was accessible to her as far as Harriet Tubman um, Susan B Anthony the words that they use for her in terms of her understanding this you have to sit there and break down okay what is slavery what was slavery why aren't we equal and me then her being going in five, well, actually going in six, explaining to her that some people won't like you because of your skin color, not because they don't like you. They won't like you because of your skin color. And she looked, she was shocked. And I took this to the principal. I even went to the people that approved this tool to be used as a part of their curriculum. Because the, the teachers, they see, okay, the parts of this, they pick the, and choose the parts of it that apply to their school. They don't go through every item in it. So they don't know. They just add it, hey, this is clever. They can use it, Bing. and they click on it. But this is one of the tools that is accessible to her. I wasn't a fan of that, not a fan. And here in, I say in the recent week, I've also seen several news articles about kids going back to school. And now teachers are more um, willing to have that conversation in schools, which which I think is to a point, okay, but this is something also that the parents are upset because they're having those conversations at school but they also need to be having those conversations at home. And if they're not having conversations at home, why not have those conversations at school?
1: Um, I think there's an age-appropriate way to explain everything. So I lean more towards exposure, but exposure with conversation.
0: I can agree with that. Um, and speaking of the, even the George Floyd situation, I, I mean, I, my daughter and I, we, have been, we went to, uh, Minneapolis this summer, They'll we passed them. And so we were there and seeing the, still the people that were out in the streets that were, you know what I'm saying, not then rioting, but still in a state of shock as to what happened. And the people that you know what I'm saying come there just for you know saying, for the, to to experience, and I hate to use it, you know am saying that term to experience that moment of history, mm-hmm. um, and to try and explain to her as to what happened and why, because she knows she has uncles. She has cousins. She, we have friends that are actual police officers. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or that work for that are wear uniforms or that you know what I'm saying they work for the Department of Corrections. So she knows, okay, these people are my family. So what's happening?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's kind of hard to explain explain to her when she's not old enough and hasn't had that type of experience. Hmm. And she watches.
1: I think it's important to ask some questions though because I had an experience where I was driving with all my kids in the car and we ended up getting, driving into a checkpoint, right? So I was fine because of course I'm going to try to stay as calm as possible with my kids in the car. And they were quiet, and I wasn't paying as much attention to them as much as, much as I was paying attention to the officers around my car, right? So, got through the traffic stop, pull off. I get to, like, the next corner, and, and it, I kind of, like, you know, you kind of, like, tune back in, right? Like, you click back in, and all I hear is crying, like, crying behind me, like, sniffing and crying. And I turn around, and all my kids are crying. You know what I mean? And I, I like pulled my car over and I'm like, what's wrong? And they were like, it was the police, like the police, you know, we were scared and I was, it, I was taken aback by it because I was like, my kids have never had a negative interaction with the police directly, right? right. Like they've never had like cops pull up at the house or seen somebody get arrested. They no- that's never happened to them. They've never experienced that. But they still had a very innate fear of the police. And I'm like, that comes from somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, that comes from seeing something, being exposed to something that I obviously was not aware of. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I have to have a conversation with him. You know what I mean? And then, especially with my boys, like, Josiah is three. So I got a little bit of time. But with Elijah, I have conversations with him, especially when he's like outside playing and stuff because he's six, but he's built like a nine, 10 year old. You know what I mean? So I have to tell right. him all the time, like, be careful what you do, don't go near the street. If the police pull up, just you know, don't say anything, don't run. And it's like, he's six, but I know he doesn't look six. And then he's a black boy. He is by nature perceived to be a threat by these people. Right. So you have to have a certain amount of conversation with them, but it's just navigating like awareness versus fear.
0: Right, right. And, that, and that's the same thing with um, having that conversation. You're saying a lot of people not understanding the difference between um, racial, racial bias and racism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, you can't be racially biased and not be a racist. Mm-hmm. You're saying that, that, it, that is the thing. Just like you're saying prejudice doesn't mean necessarily mean you're talking about race. I mean, I don't like you know what I'm saying beats. You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> I'm you said know I I'm saying, I'm prejudiced against beats. You know what I'm saying? That prejudice that <laughs> but the actual definition, you see for racism, but um, racism is a system of oppression that results from a combination of prejudice and power. Mm -hmm. So when you exert that power over someone because they're different, that makes you racist or that person racist, you know, and there was a teacher. I was reading an article here, and a teacher, she had a project that still some parents had an issue with oh. that in her for her kindergarten class. And she, she asked them questions about, you know, their hair color, um, their skin color, the texture of their hair, you know I'm saying about their differences. And some of the parents still didn't like that project because they felt that the teachers should have been trying to find more of the things that made them more alike than things that made them different. I mean, you're not gonna be able to satisfy the masses no matter what you do. Because again, if you don't have the conversation at home and they have the conversation in school, I mean, and and granted this is, you saying off kilter, but I was in Still in Washington state. and It's talking about exposure. Um, it happened, this might have been 2000, I want to say 2011, 2010. There were a, there was a group of about, I want to say maybe 10, 12 year olds in a middle school that got pregnant. So the principal and the, and the nurse, they started giving out condoms in the school mm. because, because you have this many 12 year olds pregnant in this school, the parents had an issue with that. Okay, if you're not talking about sex at home, then we have to do something, you know what I'm saying? We feel obligated to do something about this. Mm. So where are we having these conversations? When do you start having these conversations? Somebody needs to have this conversation. And now for for what we've been through and just in the last year, the conversation needs to be had a lot sooner.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like the idea of what that teacher did. And I say that because I don't necessarily believe in the idea of like, well i don't see color no see my color respect my color understand try to understand my color respect my culture you know what i mean know that i am different from you but there's nothing wrong with me being different from you that that, that's the thing you know what i mean it's not that we're not supposed to be different it's that we're supposed to see the value in our differences like i hate when people use that i don't see color no see me Right, I mean, like, embrace all of this chocolate goodness, because I'm not—I'm not trying to be something else. I don't want you to whitewash me, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like, what I want is to be respected, regardless of my color. Period. You know what I mean? And to be treated fairly, regardless of my color, to have the same chances as everyone else, regardless of my color. I'm not asking you to dismiss my color. So I do think it's important. For children at a young age to understand it, no, not a, the same way we we teach. You know, we have conversation. Boys are different than girls. You know what right. I mean? Not less than, just different. To me, it's to no difference in that conversation when you talk about race, because to me it's 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 learning. Like I think the blessing that I had, like when I started school, I started school in you know across seas in England, so I experienced racism and on that level being the only Black kid, and I've talked about it before. But when I came, you know, most of my schooling is in New York. And for me, it wasn't an uncommon thing that everybody around me was different. You know what I mean? Okay. I very seldom found myself in a school or a classroom where, like, it was all Black kids and one other. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was the Asians, the the Hispanics, the Blacks, the white, it didn't matter. You know what I mean? And the, the interesting thing I always say about New York is you didn't look at race, you looked at ethnicity. Not that it was a problem, right. but you understood, you learned more about culture. You know what I mean? Because you understood that, yes, we are all Black, but we are not a monolith. So this person over here is the same color as me, but their parents, they're Dominican. They're not even Black. I mean, they're Black. Right,
0: you know? mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 yeah. I was <laughs> about to here. say, dude. You know what I mean, but this person over here that's the same color as me—they're they're Haitian. They're not—they don't identify as African American. Like, you know, you learned more about cultures. I always say that it even comes down to the way that I cook. Like, it's nothing to me to for me, for me to make arroz con gandules. You know what I'm saying? The same way I'm going to make chicken. Okay, it. right. It's just being in a melting pot environment is beneficial because. You don't judge other people for being different. You you embrace the differences, and you want to learn more. And that is where I feel like that lesson from that teacher comes into play. You know what I mean? Like I tell my kids all the time: like, don't look in the mirror and think that's all you are. You know what I mean? Like you can't look at the color of your skin and think that that's all you are. Like, do you see these eyes? You think I'm all black?
0: Hey, look, look, my kids got a, all my girls. They're chanky. So <laughs> see, like,
1: there's, there's a look. lot going on here. You know what I mean? And, and right. I, I was blessed enough to be able to like learn my background and my history from my grand, you know, my mother's side of the family. So I know that we are a melting pot of things. And I tell my kids that like, no, don't just like, yes, the world will identify you this way, but know that you are more than that. And embrace all of mm-hmm. I don't see what the
0: problem yeah. is. Hey, but again, that comes from a level of sheer ignorance. <laughs> that- um, and, and wanting and wanting and wanting to you know what I'm saying? and wanting that superiority. Mm-hmm. Because if if they want to remain want people to a degree. For those kids to remain ignorant, so that they don't understand the difference, don't understand that the differences don't make a difference. They don't because 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 they're in it. They're still learning the same thing. Mm -hmm. They're getting taught the same lessons. But then you still have those teachers that will even teach because they're still out here. That will teach differently because of race. And that's ridiculous. We had a, um, in one of the high, the, the high school that I graduated from, the school counselor, she pushed for black students to go to more trade schools mm. than, she, than she did college. Mm. Like, that was her thing. Hey, take these general courses so, you know what I'm saying, you can get your GEB or get, you know what I'm saying, barely get your diploma and get by. That was her thing. Yeah. Um, I graduated, you know what I'm saying, college prep. I took all that, you know what I'm saying, high-level high-tech math that I ended up not using. <laughs> 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 but, but but I got it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but that was like I said, it, 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 it's still a thing. And until people decide not to be, not to be ignorant, and not to act ignorant, and not to allow their children to be ignorant, you are still gonna be stuck.
1: To me, it's two things willful ignorance is what I cannot tolerate. When you have the ability to learn and know better, but you choose not to.
0: Absolutely.
1: The other thing is understanding that like what you just talked about, like how, you know, black students are pushed more towards like technical, like go, you know what I mean? Go go over here to the trade school. Don't even think about college or go and learn how to, you know, shoot a basketball or something along those lines. Um, I see that, but to me, that's systemic, right? That is systemic racism at its finest. (laughs) It is how ideas and preconceived notions and racial biases have bled into a system that was never created for us in the first place. You know what I mean? But definitely not built to bring us up or out.
0: Right.
1: You know what I mean? So it's like, which is crazy to me though, because I feel like as a people, like, I was, I was reading the article the other day, and they were saying how if Biden does, um, do, like, student aid relief, right? If he does the student aid, student financial aid forgiveness, I'm sorry, student loan forgiveness, how the biggest benefit is of that will be Black women. Because something like 80-something percent of the debt belongs to Black women. Because Black women are the most highly educated group of women in the country, right? Because hand hand over foot, they're more likely to go to college and pursue multiple degrees and, you know what I mean, try to come up in that way. And it is just like, I think it's funny that like a system that we know is not built for us still produces this us, you know what I mean, still produces these women who go out there and bust their ass and end up in four hundred thousand dollars worth of student debt, but they get it done, right. right? You know what I mean. I think it's just a testament to like um, who we are and how we rise above, regardless, right? Yeah. But, yeah. And it,
0: and it, I'm sorry.
1: You know what I'm saying, but to me, it's just going back to what we were saying, It's reinforcing that with our children, understand it that there are conversations that have to be had, because the world is not gonna change tomorrow. As much as we would like it to, we would all like to have a kumbaya moment and act like nothing ever happened. But the, the reality is black people are hurt, yeah. right? And we've been hurt for hundreds of years. Healing does not come overnight. You've been con- consistently and unashamedly damaged even more over the years so it's unrealistic to think that a couple of changes and a couple of laws and a couple of marches are suddenly we're just going to come out of it and be like we're good now no we still have to undo years of damage right so we have to have those conversations with our kids because that is the only way that we do make those changes because at the end of the day what changes now won't affect us
0: Absolutely. You might, you, know I'm saying? you might have a great grandchild, you know what I'm saying? A great a, gr- a great grand. give
1: me a little extra stimulus money, maybe a little extra back on my taxes because I'm struggling
0: or whatever. But, oh, okay. You know, hey, everybody yeah. hey, everybody need a new TV. You
1: know
0: what I'm saying? Because that's, you know that's about all they're giving you, you know what I'm saying? Enough for, you know what I'm saying? New TV. I
1: don't know. So that might actually be a good look for somebody like me. But okay.
0: <laughs>
1: I'll take that extra $960 a month. I'll take it. <laughs> right.
0: um,
1: but like I said, it, it, it the changes that need to happen, need to happen systemically. And right. that means that we have to create a new system from the ground up. And right. who's going to do that? Our children and the generations after them because those right. are our future leaders, those are our future teachers, those are our future engineers. Right. Those are th- it's our future so if we sit here and right. do things that the generations before us have done you know what I
0: mean? nothing no. yeah.
1: like I come from the be seen and not heard generation I come from the it is what it is just you do what I say do it. keep your <laughs> head down, stay out of trouble and maybe they won't see you and you won't get in trouble like, you know yeah. So you said I was,
0: I was right there. I, I was right there. <laughs> I, I was you're know saying you you act you, like you that far behind me. No, I was right there.
1: <laughs> I, didn't, I just
0: said
1: let's talk about myself.
0: Okay, <laughs> okay, okay.
1: Let's talk about myself. I'm just saying like that that's that's the generation I come from. The you know the 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 other we don't do
0: those,
1: you know what I'm saying, yeah. like, yeah. as opposed that, to, and then you and that's have what to, a, a, you have to be better than them.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely, that, that was taught, <laughs> of course, and a lot of people think that having racial biases, you know what I'm saying, is, especially us, that is, also creates reverse racism, it's you not can be biased. It's not, <laughs> but it's not. people think it is That people think it's a thing. People. Some people. Some people. That. Some people. Some some people think that it's a thing, and it's not. It's Just person. I mean, you can. You media can. Media. Some people are are culturally. Some people are culturally biased. <laughs> because they yeah because because they won't. You know I'm saying like they won't marry outside their culture. You know what I'm saying is. But until, like you said, we have to get educate our children as far as pushing them into the system and get them into the system earth, system meaning, hey, and I spoke on this before too, there's a lot of things that go on within our local government that a lot of people don't understand that affect you Daily. Most people, us really, yeah, really, because they're ignorant to the fact that hey, the presidential election is every four years. You don't hear anything about nobody running until, hey, it's time to vote for the president. They forgot about the Senate. They forgot it. No. They forgot. They, they forgot about all you know what I'm saying the superintendents. They forgot about all them school boards. Hmm. Hey, for as much as I don't want to be involved with the PTA, you know, what I'm saying because I just don't want to. I just, I just don't want that in my life. It's not. It's not. not. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not a hurdle. I want you know what I'm saying hmm. jump, but you know what I'm saying being involved. You know what I'm saying with that type of within that system, it allows you to know what is happening within your school system. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, they don't, I understand what goes on with the PTA, I wanna bring your cookies, I don't wanna be a part of your dance, you know are i saying? I don't wanna meet every Tuesday. No, I'm not dead in the carpool. That's not what I want. <laughs> no, I'm not volunteering. <laughs> so, I, I get it. I know what they do, but at the same time, I'm also aware of the changes that are made within the system, so I know what policies are changing. I look at that stuff, hmm. so I don't have to be a part of the P- so I don't have to be a part of the PTA note. You're saying to be in the loop,
1: yeah. You're aware. You're um, aware it, you know what's happening around you, and that's the thing. It's like um, I, I'm hoping, right, that people will look at this last election right and see the power of your voice
0: you know what I mean
1: like the power of your vote and also understanding that like no it does not it's not like being involved in a system is not about instant gratification it's the long game right (laughs) because it's 100 percent the long game but you do things to get small wins to have bigger victories so it's very important to be involved and to teach that to your children so that that that's the norm for them. You know what I mean? Like for them, it should be like when they turn 18, it should be like, oh, I need to vote. You know what I'm saying?
0: At the same time, you're saying a lot of people that they're looking at as a whole, the people are looking at, okay, we got Biden in office and what is he doing for me? Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. That's what he's doing for your ass. Not a goddamn thing. You know why? Because the president looks out for the entire United States. That is his fucking job. You have other people that elected to look out for you.
1: But it's also understanding who you have in office is important
0: because I'm not not saying they get to
1: decide who gets to decide. In other areas of your life you know what right I mean? like, <laughs> like, like, you know what i mean housing uh right you know, all those different things like putting people who know what the hell they're doing in those positions so that you can right. benefit from those things you know what i mean like understanding you know how what is happening in the world today affects people like i promise you if i never had an understanding before of the, the, the situations that people find them, have found themselves in since this pandemic, it's been my job. You know what I'm saying? Like I spend all day listening to people calling because they didn't get their stimulus payments and everybody has a reason why they need it. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like, I had a, a lady call in today and I had, you know, we have to ask certain questions and it was just like, well, did you file taxes last year? And she's like, I think I did. And, you know, people used to say that. I was like, what you mean you think you did? Like, how do you not know? You know what I mean? But over time I realized, no, people been through a lot in the last year and some change. And right. she was like, I think I did. I said, well, do you remember if you put in a change of address? She was like, honestly, I've lived in seven different places in the last year, and twice in my car. You
0: know what you I mean? See, that's, and that's a struggle. Yeah,
1: like, that's struggle. You know what I'm saying? So you understand that, like, okay. This push that's happening right now with them trying to pass this third round of stimulus checks, but not even just the stimulus checks, right? Because that's a temporary, that's a band aid. But the changes to the child tax, child tax, the earned income credits, you know, yeah. how that can be beneficial. Because, yeah, every that lump sum once a year is great. But like me tell you, if somebody gives me $960 a month for eight months, that's eight months. I only got to pay like $75 on my rent.
0: Hey, look.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, I'm not. I'm not looking at that like what I get to turn up for eight. No, it's like I get to breathe for eight.
0: Yeah, but, you know uh, see, saying, right? but see, that's 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 you being responsible.
1: But even still, that, that, people are allowed to do what they do. It's just it's like people. Somebody gonna fuck it up. Somebody gonna fuck it up. Somebody gonna fuck it up. Everybody.
0: It, 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 okay.
1: You don't punish the majority for the few. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: you're right. I mean, you're right.
1: General. Um, when they did studies and stuff, most people spent that money trying to put food in the house and catch up on bills. Like, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't even like, oh, I got $1,200. I'm going to give me some crab legs and hit the strip club. Everything was closed. You couldn't go nowhere, nowhere. You
0: know what I'm hey, saying? Sure. Hey, you're right. You're, saying you're absolutely right. But even with that being said, that was for us, you know what I'm saying? For us that were on the bottom struggling that needed that. But you still had a lot of that money that went to, Major corporations, you're know saying that fuck that money off. Yeah, well, that was, you
1: know, that was, that was, you know, who that was. Uh, uh,
0: well, you know, that's because, uh,
1: you know, who that was. But it's also, uh, like, you know, like I said, bringing it back full circle. It's just, it's, it's having those conversations with your children early, I think is vital. I think as early as they can understand, they need to know some version of what is happening around them. We can't, like, you live in a bubble, you experience culture shock, you're bound to fuck up. You know what
0: I'm saying? I mean, I was in the military with people that, um, matter of fact, uh, one of the females, when I was in the Navy, she was from South Dakota. Had never, never, never seen a black person since she joined the military. Mm. And that, you know are am saying, that, even being in South Dakota, like, I understand it's way out west, you know what I'm saying? Montana, Colorado, you know what I'm saying? North Dakota, everything right there, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, black people go see Mount Rushmore? That's <laughs> in South Dakota? <laughs> I mean, I, I drove by it twice, you know?
1: Hey, like- you know
0: what I'm saying? I'm like, hey, them heads are big. <laughs>
1: You can be very insulated, you know what I mean? And just your network, your community, your town, whatever case may be. And it may not be that populated, but it's like when you have a chance to see the world, see the world. When you have a chance to embrace and learn new things, do that shit, you know what I mean? And if for those of us who as adults have been in the world, we have a responsibility when we procreate, you know what I mean? To not put our children in that same situation, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like The moment for me was I had my when my oldest daughter was was a baby, like she must have been maybe six, seven months old. And we were at the Georgia aquarium. We was walking her around the aquarium and we stopped in front of the beluga whale tank. And this white couple walks up and she's in her stroller and she the whales are like right there by the way. She could care less about the whales. It's the white people for her. You know what I'm saying? Like she's just Mouth wide open, <gasps> right? <laughs> the guy was like, "I know I'm the same color as the beluga whales."
0: <laughs>
1: and me and her dad were like, "Damn, she ain't been around no white people." Like it hit us, you know what I mean? Because I, oh, I was like, right. I the doctor, but "No, all the nurses and stuff in there are now black too. Like the doctor's white, but she's not paying. She does, she's kind of in and out, you know what I mean?" But I was like, "She right. hasn't really been around." I hate people for how it's all it's been this, so I was just like, oh, right. gotta expose her. You know what I mean? To to that that was my first indicator. She about to be thirteen, so I've been sticking with that, with my other kids. You know what I mean? Like understanding mm-hmm. that the world is bigger. Like, my mom was a struggling single mom, five kids, but the one thing that she kept reinforcing for us was that the world was bigger than the box we lived in. So that's why she would hustle and I would travel and go back and forth to Jamaica and go see other family all around the country, California. It didn't matter, I had to go. Right. She wanted me to know that the world was bigger than the box that I lived in, that people that were different, places were different, culture was different. She always has encouraged travel. Like that was very important to her because she grew up having that understanding. So right. especially being an immigrant to this country. You know what I mean?
0: So, I've just made it a oh, she, mine. Oh, she 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 didn't get caught up in the sweep. No. Nah. <laughs> okay. All right.
1: Nah, she
0: got her papers. Um, okay, my bad
1: thing. That that. Um,
0: but you're a dreamer. No, I'm not a
1: dreamer.
0: Okay, okay, okay. All right. You you german <laughs> Shut up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I ahead. Go was ahead. going there. Okay. Okay. But, hey, they don't look. Hey, they were too. We good. Okay? okay. All right. Back. Okay.
1: She, my grandmother made sure she had papers before she had papers, okay? This was back okay. in like late 60s, early 70s. She was all right back then, okay?
0: Oh, okay. Like,
1: walk across the border back then. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. You got a job? Footbridge. So Okay. So, uh, but no, but she just was always like, the world is bigger. And I do the same with my children. Like, the world is bigger. Than what you know, you know what I mean? Expose yourself to things, but always be aware that the way you see the world is not always how the world sees you.
0: Absolutely. I think like that you good. All right. That's not like.